Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Well, welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio, your weekly dose of news and commentary and all sorts of good stuff. And today is no exception. Joining me is Marge Fenelon, and she has, uh, she's a wonderful woman that we've never met. She's my new best friend. Um, she has done all sorts of research on the various Marian apparitions, and she has a new book out called America's Mary, and it's Our Lady of Good Help. And uh, it's a wonderful place. Uh, my husband and I visited there during our honeymoon trip, and and uh, it's the only apparition site in America. So you're going to learn all about it today and realize that it's not that long of a trip from the metro area, and you can visit there as well. So looking forward to visiting with Marge here shortly. Uh, but before we get to my guest, uh, some things to put on your gal- calendar um, I remind you every week, Monday night from 5 to 6 is evening prayer with Bishop Johnson, as well as time for adoration and benediction. Um, I don't know why the cathedral isn't packed, quite honestly. Um, it's a it's an hour. It goes by very quickly. Last night, all of a sudden, it was 10 to 6, and I'm like, whoa, where did that go- hour go? So I hope you all will, will just put it on your calendar, and then you have a reminder, and you, and you show up. It's It's wonderful. Um, also, this Wednesday is the healing service at St. Ambrose. That's once a month. It's the um, it's this Wednesday, 7 p.m. Now, the cathedral is packed for that, um, nicely packed. So uh, whether you have a healing that you need or whether you want to just pray for those that are there, it is a good time of prayer as well. Uh, this Thursday, the ladies' luncheon, you just heard that in one of our announcements. Our ladies' luncheons are back. So join us uh, at this Thursday at noon at St. Augustine for lunch. And our guest speaker is Kelly Walquist, Walquist founder of Wine. Not founder of Wine, but of Wine. Women of the New Evangelization. You do need to RSVP at iowacatholicradio.com. Uh, and uh, coming up, well, currently the banners of Eucharistic Miracles are in Creston through today. So if you're in the Creston area, this is your last chance. Uh, but beginning May 3rd, it will be at Christ the King Parish from March 3rd to the 24th. Um, Man Up West Power Lunch, of course, is Friday the 13th, May 13th at uh, St. Francis, and a special guest speaker is Jesse Weiler. And uh, in July, we've got the concert with Scotty McCreary, and in November of 23, we have the Holy Land Tour with Steve Ray. So all sorts of good stuff happening here with uh, Iowa Catholic Radio, so go to iowacatholicradio.com. And uh, join us for one or all of those events. And consider going to Champion, Wisconsin. Oh, my goodness. It's a little shy of seven hours from Des Moines, north of Des Moines. Uh, it's in an unincorporated area. So when you go to Champion, Wisconsin, don't think you're going to buy gas. Because that's, I don't think there is a gas station in sight. But it is the only Marian apparition approved uh, by the church in the United States. And Marge Fenelon, thank you for joining us in writing about Our Lady of Good Help. 
Hey, I am so excited to talk about this. I hope you have a few hours. <laughs> uh, sure, you know, our 30 minutes, we can, uh, let me check with my producer. Can we be on until four? Oh, he's shaking his head no. Sorry, Marge. <laughs> but, you know, you think of, of real estate, location, 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 mm-hmm. and evidently Mary just pays no attention to that because Champion, Wisconsin is in no man's land. Oh, right. I mean, not far from Green Bay, but still, it's just this little community. Right, and, and it's out in, you're, as you said, it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's out mm-hmm. in the middle of farm country, which speaks of its history because our, our Blessed Mother appeared there in 1859 to mm-hmm. a young woman, a young Belgian immigrant woman named Adele Brees. Mm-hmm. Now, when she appeared, it was, this was thick north woods. If mm-hmm. anyone's been to the northern part of Wisconsin, it's, it's just trees. It, and the trees are <laughs> so thick you can't see the sun. So, so she comes and she talks to Adele. Excuse me. She speaks to Adele. And her instructions are teach the children in this wild country. So <laughs> circling back to what we opened with, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it still reminds you, us, all of us who visit, of, of the wild country. You know, you look around and it's farms. There's there are farms bordering the the property. Mm-hmm. It's, it's farm country. There's one gas station, Gene. I guess. oh, there was. Oh, we mu- <laughs> we must have blinked. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's it's out of the way though. So I, yeah, oh, okay. You, you must have been desperate to get gas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to scare anybody. Oh my gosh, I'm not. I can't call. <laughs> um, but but this this. Wild country is it's so beautiful and so perfect and 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 reminds us that we we're still in that wild country, yeah, we may be settled, we may be um you know the the capital you know whatever of the world, and it's mm-hmm. we are living in a wild country, yeah, exactly, totally different because than then, but Sure, it, it might not be, you know, physically, geographically mm-hmm. wild per se, but but these are wild times, and our kids are navigating. Parents will, you know, they're they're probably all rolling their eyes as as they listen because they know exactly what I'm talking about. Our our kids, every day we send our kids out of the house, we're sending them into the wild country because there's so much that is working against them, against their faith, and in in the decline in general mm-hmm. of, of morals and the, the church. We could go on and on. I, mm-hmm. it, it, but there are many good things happening. I don't want to just give everybody a, a bleak picture, mm-hmm. but, but it's wild out there. <laughs> and, and so the, the instructions of the Blessed Mother to Adele teach the children what they need to know for salvation. I'm, I'm really paraphrasing mm-hmm. that in, in a nutshell. That's that's what the the message was, the instructions. And Adele, but who who was this Adele? I mean, was she a, a religious sister? I mean, I know I'm answering. No. I know the answer to that question, but <laughs> like, since we yeah. were there, but it's like you know, you think it's kind of like the the children of Fatima. They, you know, or or Saint Bernadette Subaru. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they were not, you know, religious women. They were. No. Regular, run-of-the-mill, sometimes not even highly educated. Correct. But what about Adele? Is, say, it's the, the same case. It's 
It's very interesting. So she had only been in the country about four years, came from Belgium with her family. This was a time when things were really bad in Belgium, the mid-1800s, and had really just some grade school education. Mm -hmm. Very uneducated. She didn't even know a whole lot about her Catholic faith. Hmm. And so when the Blessed Mother is <laughs> she's telling Adele, you know, teach them their faith, she, sa- she says to the Blessed Mother, but how, how am I going to teach them? You know, she, her words, I, I who know so little. And what does the Blessed Mother say? She says, go, go, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And, and she certainly did because, of course, as anybody who's taught kids anything about, you know, any kind of academic or faith, subjects they'll they'll know that you can't, you learn along with your kids and i and i think this this is just me thinking but i i, I my suspicion is that happened also for adele mm-hmm. that she learned as she as she went along as she taught but but she was just this plain girl she had wanted to uh, join excuse me a religious order as as a, a grade schooler in fact she made kind of a pact with her grade school friends at their first communion, that they were, they pledged to each other that they would all join a missionary order there in Belgium, and and go to the wild, the wild country. She did end up in yeah. the wild country, yeah, but she did. But go off to the mission territory to work and and serve the the poor people there. So you know, here she is. She's that's all dashed in her mind because there aren't any religious orders out in, in the new world, and mm-hmm. how is she going to, you know. So, so she's just walking to and from Mass, and this is where, this is when the apparitions happened on, mm-hmm. on her way. Once with to, with to and from Mass, and then another to the grist mill. So they were wheat farmers, among many other things, but then they would carry the wheat. Of course you're on the, the way to the mill, mill right? <laughs> hey, Marge, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to visit about the reaction. Did people believe her? Did she know it was the 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 mother of God? You know, sometimes these apparitions, mm-hmm. they don't even know who they're speaking with. We're going to find out all of that and more here on Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally since 2012 and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers. Confluence Brewing Company, 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer Agencies, serving the Catholic families in Iowa. Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society providing financial security to members and their families, specializing in life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability income insurance, retirement annuities, and you can reach Knights of Columbus field agent Dan Genther at 563-689-6801. That's 563-689-6801. Thank you, and God bless. Hello, this is Steve Raid, inviting you to join me along with Matt Wilcom and Father P.J. McManus for the Iowa Catholic Radio's 15th anniversary pilgrimage to the Holy Land, November 11 through the 20th, 2023. We'll have mass and dinner on the shores of the Sea of Galilee and visit the upper room where Jesus instituted the Holy Eucharist. Plus, my wife Janet and I will be offering invigorating teaching along the way. Not all pilgrimages are created equal. Brochures and details available at iowacatholicradio.com. 
It's the St. Vincent de Paul annual golf outing to fight food insecurity. Thursday, May 26th at Copper Creek Golf Club in Pleasant Hill. Space is limited. Get signed up now at svdpdsm.org or call 515-282-8327. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join s-e-r-r-a.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Jean Till, and my guest today is Marge Fenelon, author of America's Mary, Our Lady of Good Help. And yes, it is the only Marian apparition approved that's in the United States. And we are so blessed that Mary came really to the heartland, uh, just seven hours north of the metro area here. And and um, it's a, a wonderful sight. And, you know, as you as we are blessed with having you know, a hundred plus years of this apparition around, um, Marge, it, it's just, it's kind of interesting that we, we don't know about it because it's just recently approved. Right. And that, that's why I needed to write the book. Mm-hmm. I, I was just, I was amazed that people didn't know. Now I'm, I'm two hours south of, of the shrine. Oh. So I'm, I'm a spoiled brat. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just two hours south of there. So, so I even I didn't know until I was assigned to do an article about the approval by National Catholic Register. So that was in 2010. So mm-hmm. you're right. Even though it took place in 1859, it took all of that time mm-hmm. to discern and figure out, was it real or is it mm-hmm. not? It was not investigated for the majority of its life, it was. It's very interesting that, and, and you asked, you know, you, before the break, you mentioned what did she know it was the Blessed right. Mother, and mm-hmm. how, how was that received? Well, part of the, I I think that is part of the reason why it took so long to approve. So in the beginning, Adele's Adele's parents knew she saw something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't know what. Adele did not immediately know it was the Blessed Mother. So she spoke. She, she had gone to when she, she goes to when she would ma- walk the eleven miles to mass. She would and eleven miles to, back. Eleven, yeah, and eleven miles back. Yeah. I mean, it just blows me away. But but when she would be at mass, of course, she'd go to confession. Well, in the confessional, she mentioned this to the priest. Then after confession, the priest said, you know, see me after confession because we need to talk about this. So basically, the, the priest gave her instructions to, when, if you see this, this being again, say in the name of God, who are you and what do you want of me? Hmm. And at that point, when Adele, so of course on the way home from Mass, Adele saw the, the woman again, this beautiful, beautiful woman, sparkling white robe. Is, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can look it up on, online mm-hmm. and see the picture. But... But she asks, and then finally the Blessed Mother identifies herself as the Queen of Heaven. Mm. And so that, okay, so, we, you know, that part of the clue, the, the puzzle, has, has been revealed. Now, Adele's parents, her family, her immediate family, believed her right away. And some they of They believed that she did, was Mary, or they believed that yes, she saw something? Both. 
okay. that, that, that Adele's visions were real, that it was the Blessed Mother, and they got on board immediately. Some of the locals did, some did not. There were many skeptics, and because she was not quite so educated, she also had had uh, one of her eyes as a child had been quite ruined with some kind of a lie accident, mm. so she was a little bit disfigured, the one eye. And, and you know, you can we tend to judge people based on appearances and level of education, and so they were thinking she's just making this stuff. And up. how can she really see with that eye yeah. anyway? Yeah. Yeah. And and so it was, you know, a lot of a lot of mixed reviews so to speak. Mm-hmm. But Jen, then what happened was Adele's father built a chapel there. And mm. people the ones who did believe it would go to visit there and visit the spot and miracles started to happen. And then word spread from there. The skepticism never fully went away. The poor, poor Adele faced some real trials, and and you can read about that in the book. I mean, it just what what was done to this poor woman <laughs> by some of the community members, some of the very skeptical, suspicious clergy members. And I understand being skeptical because it is right. kind of a it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, right. this, this Belgian girl can barely speak English, and you know. So anyway, that's that went on for. All that, you know, 150, 100 years. Mm-hmm. The approval came at the point when they realized, and we, we had mentioned this a little early in, earlier in the interview, that, wait, 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 this is a big deal. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and people need to know about this. People need to know that the Blessed Mother came right here to the United States, to the Midwest, in the middle of the woods, and said, this is vital. Mm-hmm. We need to teach the children. And and so that really got, I, I would say, that, that enkindled the, the fire to, to get this approved. But before that, it was just this, this local thing. Like, yep, yep, that's where she, that's where she mm-hmm. appeared. Yep, that's our, you know, that's our Blessed Mother. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that's our little chapel. And they weren't much interested in spreading the word because it was theirs. <laughs> and, and the Belton people. And, I, and I'm not going to let you have her. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And and I, I did I did go into I've got a couple of chapters on the Belgian culture and and the the Belgian immigrants because I felt this was very important to the whole story and why was this kept secret, a local secret for so many mm-hmm. decades. And it's because the the Belgian they are awesome people. They love to dance and smile and you know to so I don't want to dis- I don't mm-hmm. want to I don't want to disrespect them, but but they are not quick to just open their arms and say, okay, all the outsiders, come on into our little community. This mm-hmm. is not them. This is not their culture. So they you know they knew that if word word would spread, this meant people from outside outsiders would come to their little area. So so it was they it wasn't that they were you know. They didn't do anything evil or wicked, or it was, but they just weren't in any hurry mm-hmm. <laughs> to spread the word. So that made it go a little bit slower, and, and a, it was a little bit harder to mm-hmm. show them how important it is that the whole world needs to know about this apparition. Well, and again, Marge, we'd love to have four or five hours because there's <laughs> a beautiful lower chapel with thousands of candles where people you know, light the candle and, and, and request help to Our Lady of Help. and. 
and the upstairs church and the outdoor stations of the cross and and all sorts of where I mean we spent a good part of a day um, mm-hmm. at the at the location. I mean it's beautiful. But we, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk about the fire because okay. the fire was very that was very impressionable was when when we visited there. So, folks, you're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes Scotty McCreary with special guest Allie Colleen. Sunday, July 24th at the Iowa Event Center Ballroom. I'm in between. Tickets and information available at CelebrateCountry.org. Sponsored by Ball Team. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. At InterVisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at InterVisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a full-service residential and commercial roofing contractor in the Des Moines area since 1988. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Bell Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Till, and my guest today is Marge Fenelon. She has a new book out on America's Mary, Our Lady of Good Help, the only approved Marian apparition in the United States, and it's in Wisconsin. So it is just a few hours north of us, truly just two hours north of Marge. So stop and see Marge on your way to see Our Lady of Good Help. (laughs) You're all welcome. <laughs> oh, so Marge, one of the things that just blew me away was this fire up at um, by the shrine, by this chapel. So, tell our listeners about this fire and how miraculous this was. Oh, it's it's you know I will Incredible. tell you, Jean, that was one of the most difficult chapters for me to write of the whole book. I I I the, I cried and cried and mm. cried and cried because I read. I read actual accounts uh, from people who had survived this fire. So it was the night of, everybody knows the Great Chicago Fire. Right. That same night, in the area, area excuse me, of Peshtigo, Wisconsin, there was, because this was drought, it was huge, you know, cover, this drought had covered a wide area of the Midwest. In the area of Peshtigo, Wisconsin, which is, right there where the shrine is, there was this horrific fire. Mm. And it, it, it just, in the end, 
you know, long story short, is is that it destroyed thousands of acres of land. I mean, we're talking about cinderizing it like it nothing. The dirt was burning. That's how hot this fire was. The soil actually was burning. And thousands of people lost their lives. It was, mm. they had nowhere to go. Well, the shrine was in the, the shrine and its property was there in the middle of this area that that burned down. The farmers, the, the residents there were terrified, of course, understandably. They, right. they, they actually, there's such a thing as as fire tornadoes, and you'd have to look those up, and, and I, I go mm-hmm. into this in some detail in the book, where literally it's a tornado of fire, and it's coming at you. So they run to the shrine, and they beg Adele for help, because by this time they had built some structures around the the chapel that where the apparition was, and then they had fenced off that property. And what, you know, Adele never lost her cool, and that's not a pun. I mean, she... <laughs> was completely calm with these people, complete faith in the Blessed Mother to protect them. All night long they walked with her statue, with the uh, statue of the Blessed Mother, in procession around and around. First they started around and around the altar in the chapel, and then they went to the outside and and along the perimeter of this property just inside the fence all night long. In the morning... Now, keep in mind, they see these towers of fire, mm-hmm. fire tornadoes, flames. You can't see anything but, but flames and smoke. You're counting they, the minutes until you die. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. You exactly. could be. And mm-hmm. feeling that heat. And when the heat got too intense on one side of the property, they would change direction and take the procession. You know, and they just kept going back and forth and round and round the whole night long, begging for God's mercy and for protection from the Blessed Mother, the fire did not enter that property. It never passed through the fence. By all rights, it should have. Mm -hmm. It should have just covered, gone right over the whole thing and taken everyone with it. But it did not. It stopped at the fence. To see the the greenness of... The property surrounded yes. by the blackness of the fire. Yes. I mean, if well, you didn't believe before, mm-hmm. and you know that they walked the perimeter, how can you not believe? Exactly. And and in the morning, then they're finally the next day they, they get a downpour, which ends the fire. Mm-hmm. But and that is when they you know because then finally the smoke clears and they could really really see what was going on, and they could see they looked at this and yeah they say they say it was like a sea of emerald. In the mm-hmm. middle, or an island, I should say, I'm sorry, an island of emerald in the middle of this sea of charcoal because it, the, 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 the foliage, the vegetation, all remained beautiful and lush. Mm-hmm. On the inside of that fence, the outside of the ch- fence was charred, but the inside was not in any possible way damaged. Folks, you've got to read this book by Marge Fenlon. Marge, we're out of time. But folks, get a copy of America's Mary, Our Lady of Good Help, available everywhere, as you know, and uh, Divine Treasures can help you with that as well. So, Marge, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for writing about America's Mary. 
Oh, you are very welcome. Thank the Blessed Mother. She pulled me through that manuscript. (laughs) (laughs) We will. Thanks to our Blessed Mother. Thanks to our producer, Jimmy Olson. And today we ask Our Lady of Good Help, our most Blessed Mother, to intercede for all of us in our hour of need. Our Lady of Good Help, pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio is a listener-supported station, and we perpetually rely on your prayers and your support to continue our mission of connecting listeners with Christ. Join us now for the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary. This is Jean Till. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com.